Hello. Welcome to Reach, a podcast produced by WEC Australia that invites people who are actively sharing their faith in Christ to share their own story. Some share their faith within their own culture, in their own home country. Some are living in other countries where they do this across cultures. I'm your host, Richard Jenner, and with me today we have Michelle Calmy from Sydney, Australia. Hello, Hello Michelle. Hello, Richard. It's so cool to have you here today. Very nice to be but, here. But I'm thinking, I've said Sydney, Australia, and many of our guests, we always qualify that because... <laughs> Sydney-ish. Sydney-ish, because you're from so many places. This is true. Um, and in about... Ten days, you're going to Cambodia. Yes, yes, yeah. I am. What, why are you going to Cambodia? Oh man, the backstory, the backstory, the backstory, a big backstory. I know. Um, so the reason I'm Sydney-ish is I grew up in Indonesia. In a, um, my parents worked with WEC as well. Okay. So that was. So you're classically known as an MK. I am a an kid. MK, and my How initials wonderful. are MK as well. Oh. So <laughs> I boom. didn't realize yeah. that. Yeah, yep, you can have that for free. Um, so that's part of who I am. And then I uh, served with WEC. I've been with WEC since 2007. Okay. And I was in Cambodia for seven years. And then I've been back in Sydney, sort of back in Sydney for I think eight or nine years now. But I'm just uh, about halfway through. I've PhD with Fuller, uh, researching the Cambodian church and some really fun stuff about Christianity there. So oh. I'm heading off in eight days eight for days. my research. Eight days. What, what, what is the research in? With, with Fuller is a what, – what is Fuller? Evangelical Seminary. Okay, in America. In America, which I've never ever been to. Okay, that's and, and what, what's the topic? Currently, my cool title is Cosmology – conversion and cultural change. So wow. looking at how people's relationship to the unseen world changes when they become followers of Jesus. And it's the three C's. I know, I was kind of, <laughs> just, you know, I'm a mystery kid, what can I say? <laughs> to me it sounds absolutely wonderful, <laughs> absolutely wonderful. Yeah, I'm liking it. C- can I ask, when, when you came home from Cambodia, when you were working with, with the team there, yeah, um, had you thought ever that you'd return to Cambodia to do research? I, not to research, but I love the country and mm. the country's part of my, I was telling someone this morning, I've got three home churches. I've got the church in Canberra that sent me out. I was there for 13 years and yes. I'm still connected to them. I've got my home church here in Sydney that I've attended for eight years and my other home church is the one that I was at in Cambodia for seven years. So wow, I was happy to be three churches who love you. That's awesome, and who I love. And and, and um, I think churches that love missionaries are very important. Yeah, <laughs> and that becomes part of your soul, and it yeah. becomes part of who yeah. you are and how you know Jesus. It is. You know, they've all enriched me, so I'm really thankful for. It is. That's a great mm. statement. Mm. A, a church is is a family. It's part of you. It's your body. I know. It, it's it's far bigger than a building. Yeah. <laughs> far bigger. Yeah. It's it's eternal really. Now, um, when I first asked you to, to, to come here, Michelle, I was thinking that you could talk on something uh, you know, a little bit I don't know, missiological. Heavy hitting. Uh, heavy hitting. <laughs> like you you're you're a, a lecturer in um, cross cultural studies. Yep, love that. At um, you've done that at a few places, mainly at the Worldview College mm-hmm. in Tasmania. But you're saying to me there's a few other things on your heart. 
Yes. And I got a little bit excited about that. Good. One was one was anxiety. I know. What isn't exciting about anxiety, right? Well, well it's it's a, certainly a modern topic. Yeah. You know, as a school teacher, I'm seeing it just more and more for yeah. some reason. Yeah. Anxiety's on the rise, and it's not just cross-cultural workers and missionaries that have it, but but what got you interested into in it in, in the whole anxiety thing? I think when people are thinking about missions and missionaries, they have a picture in their mind of what a missionary is. And I'm like not that person. I'm not as brave as people think I am. Mm. I'm not as all the things. I don't know. I'm not as much of an evangelist as people think I am. All those things that you think a missionary should be. I don't know. Some of them I am. Like I love Jesus a lot. Um, I think I'm just someone who's available to him. But navigating, let's say, a strong tendency towards fear and anxiety has been part of my journey. Okay. And so I'm kind of excited about what God does in us, you know, sometimes quickly, sometimes over the long haul in that space. And I'm amazed when I look back at I feel like I've lived a brave life without being a brave person and I, I just love, feel I'm like... i write that one down. I've lived a brave life without... <laughs> and for me that's just... God at work. Like I, I, yeah, for me it really is just God at work. God at work. Yeah. Yeah, and I, I assume you've seen that in, in many other people, in other so co-workers. Many so many people. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, yeah. okay, yeah. here's yeah. what I think. I think sometimes we make really big choices for God mm-hmm. and really big brave choices. Going to Cambodia was a big call. Um, but I also think we make a lot of small choices and uh, for me, that's been a really important part of my faith journey, like pressing into the Lord on when you've got a really hard conversation to have that you know you've avoided, but it needs to be had for there to be health in your relationship with, you know, mm. your coworker or family member or whatever. Yep. yep. Fear and anxiety is part of that too, yeah, isn't it? Is. it? It's a big, big bit of that. And I don't know, I just... I don't think I've like won every battle or anything, but I kind of look back and I'm like, oh, wow, God walked me through some big wins just Mm. by me asking him for help and him turning up sometimes in really unexpected ways and Mm. walking me through. Can you give us an example of that? Oh, man. Uh, Yeah, okay, I'll give you one just from the last two years. So when you're doing a PhD, everyone thinks you're extremely intelligent yeah, that's what and I they think. you know your pedestal like I'm a missionary and doing a PhD so I feel like I have two pedestals neither of which I'm really comfortable with uh, I have cried so much in the last two years and I've spent a lot of time saying I'm not up to this I haven't got what it takes uh, this takes everything that I have and I'm still going to fail at it things like that um, but what I've ended up seeing was uh okay my current motto is look up and step forward yes i'm about to cry actually because it's so deep in my soul yeah i would just turn up talk to the lord in the morning say i I don't know how i'm going to get this paper done and then do something that day and then i would turn up the next morning and my quiet times got longer because i just needed an assurance of the presence and power of God every day. Yeah, that's wonderful. And then right in, right out of that, and the days didn't feel like wins, but the papers got written. And now I look back and I just want to laugh. I'm like, how the heck 
How did that happen? How does that happen? <laughs> yeah, we do admire you and we do, I must admit, we do look at you and think, oh, I wish I was that clever. But yeah. it sounds like it's just but a lot are. of hard work. <laughs> but you are too, Richard, I know oh, you. Thank you. So, yeah. But um, it's a lot of hard work. One thing I really admire about you is your long term vision. Because yeah. taking on a, a PhD, it's you're really thinking at least six years ahead. I think. Yeah. Would that be true? Or I'm hoping for four, but let's four. be honest, five. Okay. Yeah. Yep. But mm-hmm. but you're thinking because it's a long time to take out from from life, if yes. you like. From, I know you're doing some ministry while mm-hmm. you're doing it, and mm-hmm. and and have done some lecturing. Yep. But, you, yeah, you're going away to study and to research, and. It's a faith thing because yeah. you're believing that what you're doing in the, in the long term will have benefits for, the, for God's kingdom and, and bring him glory. And that's I think it's quite admirable, actually. It's, it's a real step of faith. And it gets tested, which I think is probably for everybody doing anything in the kingdom. Like you feel this nudge or yep. you make a choice or whatever, however discernment happens for you, and then you get into it and it gets hard and you think... Did I really hear God? Yeah, well, that's. <laughs> Is this actually going to be worth it, or yeah. should I just drop out now before it gets even more embarrassing? You know, I spent a lot of yeah. I think this my f- my first year I spent a lot of time just surviving. My second year I started to see a, there was a song we've survived and now we get to fly. Oh. Didn't quite feel like flying, but I was just reflecting on the past year today actually and thinking I think it looked like flying in retrospect Um, but part of it has just been trusting I feel like this is what I was not fully made for but called for for this season Mm. and I just have to follow through on that yes and if I don't follow through on that I'll never know yep and it's 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 awesome thank you thank you for doing it (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> you're a great encouragement in your your faith patient perseverance uh, that's uh, my i want it to really be are. glorious and fun and easy and quick but it, a lot of the christian life is well, patient perseverance uh, that's almost or all of it that's me that's my look up and step forward that's another, what it is another uh, thing on your heart is burnout yes i which, know so which, many fun things right which is interesting because i didn't suspect that that was a thing that was really on your heart now why why is it on your heart i haven't been all the way into burnout it's like a a medical condition um i would say i've clipped the edge of it twice Mm -hmm. um brownout is something people talk about when you say uh, so it happened once in cambodia and then once uh when i was back in australia um when you wake up in the morning and by 8.30 in the morning, I would want to go back to bed. I was so fatigued. Okay. And so it wasn't a physical thing. It was a, a, an emotional depletion. So did you sense you were, you were on the edge of some sort of collapse? Is that what yeah, the Yeah, but was? usually unless you have heard about it a lot, you don't always know what's happening because we all get tired and we all push through. Like that's yeah. life. It's also part of the life of faith at times. Mm. And so knowing when to stop pushing through and when God's actually just saying rest can be hard for us as Christians at times, if I'm honest. Mm. And I didn't navigate that super well. But by the grace of God, I didn't go all the way into burnout. And each time I had WEC teams 
who supported me and gave me space to rest and so get a bit healthy again. So people understood well enough that and that's a gift because real. we don't always have that. Mm. Mm. Yeah, it's wonderful to have a, a good team who understands. Oh my goodness! It's, um, yeah, it it's really is. Gift. And I think you understand too. This, it's this faith thing that um, you know, if you if you've been in in um, ministry or or just life for long enough, you have the wisdom to let people have space and rest mm. and know that God's still going to accomplish his yeah. his works yeah. without all of you. <laughs> you know, we're just participants and, yeah. and um, you not get too anxious ourselves if things aren't as, as productive as we like. It's okay. But we're in a society where busyness is yeah. cool and we're also so committed to seeing God at work and we I don't know. I think we desperately long for people to meet Jesus. We desperately long for people to go deeper in their walk mm. with Jesus. And so it's really – and also I think not only people who grow up in the church, but I did grow up as a missionary kid and a pastor's kid. And I don't have – like I've got plenty of struggles, I've got plenty of sins, I've got plenty of issues, but you can sometimes feel like everyone else's problems are bigger than yours – and you can keep putting yourself at the end of the queue when yes. it comes to care. And I think probably since my second brownout okay, well done. and working with a psychologist <laughs> who was a Christian and was really helpful, I have become a little more aware of the fact that, and this sounds so obvious but you have no idea how deep it is for me, God loves me just as much as he loves everyone else mm. and he cares about my well-being as much as everyone else. Like... None of us want to be the person that is selfish, that puts himself first all the time. We all want to be caring and loving to others, but sometimes we forget to care for ourselves. And I don't think that's part of our calling as Christians. That's At least that's where I'm at theologically now. He loves me. He cares about me. And so when I had my second little burnout episode, I had this big picture on my wall and I was just praying and I was a bit lost. I pretty much slept for three weeks but um the picture was somebody had drawn it for me uh coco and uh it was a shepherd and a sheep and it suddenly occurred to me that the sheep were standing back from the tree like yay we're hanging out together let's go do stuff and the shepherd to me in that picture was sitting under the tree and was just like i'm just i'm just sitting here like you can go off and do extra things if you want but I'm inviting you to just come and hang out with me for a while. And that was really um, transformative for me to think I can be okay just sitting and hanging out with Mm. Jesus and not being productive, not doing anything meaningful, just resting and resting and resting. Mm. Mm. Um, And I did that for three months. Well done. (laughs) (laughs) And some people need longer, you know, and some people need less. That's okay, isn't it? A key question that I came to in the middle of my time off yes. my three months was who am I when I'm not being responsible I'm an oldest child I'm used to caring for my younger siblings although they okay. to be honest they care for me I'm a missionary and I'm used to looking after our new workers which was my role at the time um, I, I didn't know who to be when I wasn't being responsible mm. for someone so shall I tell you the fun thing that came to mind uh, I yes. literally asked the Lord because I journal all the time I just journaled like like I don't know who I am. And I just sat there for a bit with that question. 
Lego came to mind. Because when I was younger, I used to just play Lego. And it was, I thought, yeah, that's something creative. It's something I loved. And it's not weighty. I I can break it. Yeah. And so I... That's part of I you. did the spiritual practice of Lego for <laughs> several months, like just with worship music or not. But, you know, for yeah, me creativity. it was like a way of just enjoying who I used to be as a child, who God delighted in and who yeah. he was giving me space to be as an adult as well, which was creative without being responsible. I love it. And that helped my soul. Lego, <laughs> Lego. That's going to inspire many people, <laughs> not just to do Lego, but to, to search themselves and... and um, yeah, feel okay to do that, to to yeah. to enjoy their life, and all God's made them to be. There is so much of life around us that we miss yeah. out on, because yeah. we get too busy with 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 programs and functions yeah. and and yeah, yeah, just. One of the other key verses was, you know, consider the ravens and that whole thing yeah. about trusting that God holds us. The same way he holds them. So I go. I would go for a walk every day, and I would look at the birds. Yeah, yeah. And I still do. So it's several years later now, and I still see the birds, and they're a little reminder to me of what God taught me, and is still teaching me about. Yeah, it's about letting myself be held, and remembering how He holds actually this whole world. Lovely. Now um, another thing was yes. thriving. Now we've looked at. Uh, what have we looked at? All the fun things. The Burnout, fun. anxiety. I didn't even go deep into anxiety. Oh, dear. Shall I mention? Oh, let me tell you my life verse. Again, people keep thinking that I'm like brave and all these things. And I'm like, I think sometimes we lose track of the work of God over decades. Mm. You know, we see somebody as they are at 70. And we don't know who they were at 20 or at 40. And I've talked to one person who's very dear to me who said their life verse was everyone should be quick to listen, slow to speak and slow to become angry. And I thought I've never seen that person being quick to become angry. They've, they're that verse. Yes. And I was just like, wow, this is what God has worked in that person over many, many decades. And for me, the life verse, I have several, but um, – it became a joke because, you know, sometimes you play Bible bingo where you just open the Bible at random or you, whatever. Uh, I don't do it a lot, but I always got the same passage, which was Philippians 4. Do not be anxious about anything and everything. Prayer and petition, present your request to God. The peace of God transcends all understanding. Um, that has probably come randomly, I'm doing air quotes to me, dozens of times to the point where when it popped up again, I would just chuckle and I would kind of just look up at the Lord, you know, look up at the sky and be like, ha ha, again, because that's Wonderful. clearly the verse for me. Yeah. I was at a friend's wedding about three years ago and they had a verse on everyone's table and they were things, you know, beautiful verses, like life-affirming verses. Yeah. I got, do not be anxious do about not be anxious. <laughs> and I'm oh, like, well, yes, 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 yes. But God <laughs> has worked on that through me, you know, yeah. prayer and petition, recognising that I can have a tendency to anxiety taking it to the Lord, prayer and petition, and, mm. and not ruminating because what I do, and I think what a lot of us do when it's your thing, one of your things is you problem solve and problem solve and worry into the future and end up depleting your strength for today. And I feel like what that verse has helped me move towards is naming the problem that I'm seeing or problems usually, handing them back to the Lord and saying you're bigger than this, 
I'm not, but you are, and continuing to move forward mm. through the day. And it has, um, I don't know, it's not like a fix things super easy, but that verse has changed me. Has been God's powerful. work through that verse has yep. changed me in ways that people who meet me today would never know. Wouldn't, wouldn't. Or they'd Mm-mm. recognise you, but no. they'd know that you have changed. You're yeah. different. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and you are different. We're all different. Isn't yeah. it? Yeah. yeah. And um, sometimes it does take decades. <laughs> I think some of God's best work takes decades. We don't notice it, but it's deep and it doesn't it doesn't shift so yeah. quickly when he does it over a and really long time. It's interesting, period of time. isn't it? When you see a you know, you might have seen a child when they're five and I'm sure a lot many people have experienced this and then well, you've been a child at five and then you're 20 yeah. and someone says, oh, I knew you, you when you were five. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and they think they're wonderful. Uh, but that took decades. That took decades. Yeah. And we're always be- – anyway. Anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the other thing uh, that was on your heart was thriving. Thriving, yes. Thriving. thriving. So, so maybe just a couple of – something you can leave with, with everyone listening about thriving. Oh, man. I think um, for me, thriving is, uh, this won't be for everyone, but for me, thriving is very much connected with my identity as a single person because I think when people think single, they don't think thriving. They think struggling or, you know, incomplete or whatever, all those things, which is something that I wrestle with, of course, Um, and took me to us a lot later to realise that married people wrestle with those things too. Um, Thriving for me has been about seeing the goodness of God in each day. It has been about remembering, you know, how the Bible says remember all the time. And I feel like when I don't remember, like even now we've talked about some of my stories. I have hundreds of stories. You do too. When I remind myself and remind my friends of what God has done in my life, I get courage for today. I trust that he will turn up today like he did yesterday or that he'll turn up for me like he did for that friend of mine in that similar situation. And so I think it is deeply interwoven with remembering the presence of God for mm-hmm. me and uh, and not just slipping into it's all on me because I don't thrive when I think it's all on me. I work really hard and I burn myself out <laughs> when mm-hmm. I think it's all on me. Um, there's a lot of other things like um, thriving for me has also been about seeing myself as a whole body and not just as a brain or not just as a heart, you know. Yeah. Uh, remembering yeah. to s- today I was supposed to do something at lunchtime and I don't normally get this. I got a nudge. And you know when you get an awkward little nudge and you're like, mm. I'm not sure if it's God or not. But it just didn't go away and I thought I have to take it seriously even though it's a lunch with two people I really love. So I called them and I said, I think I think I need to not come and this is awkward because I love you. Um, anyway, I came home and I slept because I have been really, really, really busy preparing for Cambodia and so thriving today I yeah. think was just taking an hour to sleep in the middle of a Sunday. Yeah, setting limits. Yeah. That is a very big thing that I'm I'm big on is telling people to to not do too much, set limits. It's really hard um, though cuz the so yeah. many things to do and there's so many people we love and anyway, it, yeah. I'm, but that has been, you know, taking care of my body, trying to do a little bit yeah, of exercise yeah, without yeah, That's wonderful. Just that I and don't it's know. It's okay to thrive. <laughs> and knowing that that God loves me as I am yeah. is really deeply important to me. Yeah. Um 
because I feel like I need to live from that point. Becoming aware of God's gaze of love on me yep. is, is, is that's a big one. how I can do ministry yep. well. Yep. Becoming aware of God's presence just here all the time, um, sitting next to us right now. I know. Yeah. Yeah, we, we forget. We think we're doing this thing alone half the time. Yeah. Um, but we're not. And sometimes we think he's disappointed in us all the time. Yeah. And I know that I sin all the time. He knows that I sin all the time. But I don't think he's disappointed. I think no, he no. understands us. And I feel like he nurtures us towards health and wholeness and holiness and purity. But he does it while holding our incompleteness. Yeah. In a way that I struggle to hold. Yeah, you're his child. Yeah. He's not disappointed. <laughs> but we feel like he is so Some, much, yeah, you know. Yeah, and yeah. so for me, I think that's probably one of the things that I'm going to need to keep anchored through this year. Okay. Listening to him, remembering okay. his presence. So 10 days off to Cambodia. Yep. What, what's one thing you're anxious about? Oh, my goodness. Just one. <laughs> Just one. Just one. <laughs> okay. Right. Leave us I, with that. I was in church this morning trying yeah. to think about try, – try, I'm very visual. I'm a visual thinker. And I was like, how does this moment feel? It feels like I'm on a toboggan on an icy slope, not a snowy one, an icy one, careering at speed. I think I, I love to plan. I love to have things organised in advance and – um, much of this is not organised in advance and I just need to keep <laughs> looking up, yep. handing it back to the Lord and trusting that, you know, he's brought me this far. Because you'll be interviewing a lot of people. I'm going to be interviewing people. A- I need A lot permission. of those people won't be as structured, if you like. No, exactly. Yeah, they don't. It'll take a lot of turning up, establishing, Changing plans. establishing relationship. Yeah. And maybe even going back the next day or the next week. Or six months later. Yeah, and, and mm-hmm. um, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. So that thing, I prayed, yeah. I asked my church for a prayer for favour because I think uh, these yeah. things go well when, when, when God kind of clears it and when people are yeah. like, yes, yeah. yes. And that's not something I can create. I can do some of the things to set it up, but that's... I think anything that's out of my control makes me anxious, which is why I have a tendency to anxiety. Um, And I'm just having to recognise that most of this year will be out of my control. (laughs) In control, but out of control. Trusting the one who (laughs) is in control control, um, and accepting the fact that it will be okay, even if I can't control it. Yeah, it'll be okay. (sighs) Okay. Well, thanks, Michelle. Thank you, Richard. It's been wonderful uh, having you this afternoon. And, uh, yeah, God bless on your journeys to Cambodia. And Thank l- you. And love to hear the stories you have when you, when you come back. I know. Won't that be fun? I love oh. the after. I love the after. Yes. <laughs> but you've got to go through. So <laughs> yeah, all that's the where we meet him. Thank you for listening to The Reach Podcast. For more information or to contact us, go to wec.com.au. God bless and goodbye. Şafak vaktiydi Tapınak avlusunda Onu dinlemeye